Welcome to the Eye of Terror. Hey everyone, thanks again for joining us. This is episode four. Welcome back. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. So uh, we've got a slightly shorter episode today. Uh, our schedules don't allow us to be in the studio. We're actually outside the studio today using our uh, portable recorder. Hopefully uh, the sound quality works. We were excited about uh, some of the rumors that we've seen out there about uh, the upcoming Tau uh, Codex. We want to talk about that. We're also going to talk about... We're going to talk about some of the worst beats we experienced. And by that, we mean... Some of our worst defeats, the most awful of the awful. Yeah, bad beats. Like, like you know, when you expect things to go well, and suddenly you find yourself uh, on the wrong end of the dice. Oh yes, yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, we'll finally we'll wrap up with a discussion of uh, a fun game that we play outside of 40k that I think you guys will enjoy anyway. So um, let's get started with uh, with the rumors that we just saw about Tau. Oh yes. The most excellent new suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I'm sure you guys, if you're a, a fan of 40K and you uh, read some of the blogs, you've probably have seen the new Storm Surge, I think is the name of yeah, the new the, battle suit. The Storm Surge. Uh, it is, uh, it, uh, the cover of Warhammer Visions uh, got leaked to some of the bigger uh, 40K blogs, and it shows this giant, monstrous Tau battle suit that's like the size of an imperial knight if not bigger oh yes and it's and it's, how would you describe it enough daca to shame an orc <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is okay so what we counted it's got like two main missile pods it has two main missile pods replacing any arms that it once had uh and it has this massive rail gun on its shoulder Oh, yeah, and on the shoulder of the missile launchers are even more missile launchers. <laughs> yeah, missile launchers on top of missile launchers. And then one of the arms, or whatever that arms, um, has got its even its own turret. Yeah, its own rotating turret. And they're even slightly below the missile pod thing, but above the turret are more rocket launchers. They're like two big old rockets. Yeah, um, yeah. It's... And, it's, and the whole thing is carrying uh, a giant railgun. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's huge. And yeah. it's amazing and horrifying. It, it definitely feeds Tau players for more. More, more, more. Oof. And if this thing is the answer to the Imperial Knight and the Bloodthirster and the Eldar... Wraith you know, Knight. Yeah, Wraith Knight. Wraith Knight. They, it, is, it is a definitive answer because it yeah. looks uh, impressive and really killy. It looks so much Daka. All right, so I, I have enough army. We have between us, we've got... Okay, we've got... Um, Blood Angels, we have Generic Space Marines, we've got Astromilitaron, we've got Necrons, we've got Corn Demonkin, we have Chaos. We have the we have Colt Mechanicus. Colt Mechanicus, we have Skatari, and we have some Inquisition. Yeah. Guess what we're going to be adding to our Red New next? Oh, of course, the Tau. Yeah, I mean, my okay, God. I, I've always been intrigued by Tau, but I never thought that I would just pull the trigger on another army. It's so glorious. Yeah, but it looks so awesome. It just, it's so... It's just, it just, its beauty is in how ridiculous and horror and like kind of ugly the design looks. Oh, well, yeah. It's like the brutalist approach to, uh, like battle suits. Yeah. It's like, let's just make 
put more guns on it. It's, it's so it's so ugly it, it's, that it's beautiful. It's very akin to imperial design almost, which is surprising <laughs> right. for the Tau because I've always figured they were like more like ah, let's trim it back, make it sleek and elegant, streamlined, right? And then, exactly. And this Futury. is and this is just kill all the things. No, I think they've learned through hard lessons in the grim dark that when you fight, you know, Xenos and Imper- the Imperium. You just need to bring more guns. More guns. And this thing more. has got more guns. So, okay, so the, that's, that's the uh, main suit we saw. And then we did see a stealth suit. Um, oh, yes, the new Riptide stealth suit. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks, it looks, it, look, it follows more standard Tau design in terms of, it feels rounded. It, the suit yeah. itself and the head is round, but the suit itself feels very rounded. Uh, it certainly does look more Tau than the, um, other suit. Um, I, I think I like the new I like, uh, yeah. sort of aesthetic that the tower are moving into. It's less boxy. And in a prior episode, I was railing against how oh, yeah. boxy and ugly uh, some of the, like the tower crisis suits look. I never minded the boxy aspect. I mean, I understood why people wouldn't like it, but I never under, I never, it's like, I never, re- I never really thought where else could they go. I well we we're, n- we're now seeing where they can go. It's, yeah, they can go. It's if, an evolution. I think they've they've softened some of those corners, and they've it, it's it's like going from from the old sort of battle tech to the newer versions of anime <laughs> animated robots and more you know sleeker Gundam units. <laughs> you know, before it was just all like you know hard corners, and yeah. now it's a little more aerodynamic. I like this new, busier, um, but yet more worn-looking and, and rounded version of Tau. If yeah. this represents the future of what the Tau aesthetic is going to look like, I'm in. It looks it looks like it's going to be I'm really in for cool. the greater good. The greater good. And then the, the, I think the final photo that you haven't seen yet, Alec, is the um, new Fire Warriors. Which yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I saw some of them in the, like, the background of the, of the uh, search, search storm. Type. Search. Yeah. Storm. Storm surge. Storm surge. Sur- something the, involving surges. Big ass tau suit. They get the big ass tau suit. Uh, yeah, uh, I think those are just like slight tweaks to the existing fire warriors. Yeah, I, they, they look, they looks like, it, think in a similar manner to how the new stormtroopers have evolved. Oh yeah, they're like the first order. The first version of, of the tau. Yeah, the first order. <laughs> right. Oh, Let's not get started on our Star Wars discussion. That, <laughs> yeah, that would go crazy. Yep. Um, so yeah, so it's, I want, I, now I want tau. I want to play tau. For, oh, the, yeah. for the greater good, I want to, I want to play tau. Damn space commies. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. So, so that's good. Um, all right. Well, um, that's, that's it. We're, what we're hearing is that it looks like we're still got a few more weeks of Age of Sigmar releases. I think there's some corn uh, chaos releases coming up next week, uh, with, uh, the release of the skull priest and skull grinder. And then somewhere the beginning to mid October is when Tau officially will get its release. And I, for one, am excited now. Let's talk about bad beats in 40K. We've all had them. (laughs) We've all had our battle plan that was beautiful to look at, our carefully crafted army list that you know was going to devastate your opponent. 
And the old adage goes, the best battle plan doesn't survive first contact with the enemy. Well, this is like beyond that. Yes. This is like when you have come into a situation and you've got either overwhelming forces or you've got just, just the right, you know, weapons to take down the enemy or you're about to make your final move and then everything goes to hell. Everything just falls apart. So this is this is what we call the bad beat section. Yes. So we we each have our own. We've picked our best bad beat story. So the Alex, why don't, why don't why don't you go first and tell tell yours? Who who was playing whom and what happened? All right. So I was I was playing. This was back before the Corn Demon Kin. I was playing regular chaos. I had a demon prince. Yep. Uh, you were playing Blood Angels and IG. Yep. The situation was, if I remember correctly, you had just dropped in, I believe it was Def Company. Mm-hmm. You dropped in Def Company, but you did something unusual. I think you partnered them up with a, um, Ministorum pre- priest. a Ministorum priest from the IG. Um, and so they went in my backfield. Demon Prince decides to go after them in combat. And he charges in, challenges the priest... <laughs> I accept the challenge. He accepts the challenge. So we have this massive demon prince versus the ti- this like, tiny human priest. Not even space marine. Human priest. Armed with the last pistol. Armed with last pistol and a chain sword. <laughs> but tiny- he, he held off the demon prince <laughs> for so long. Like, like multiple. Three, like, I think it was like three rounds. Three rounds of combat went by. Nothing. Where all, everything that the demon prince threw at this poor little Ministorum priest, uh, the priest uh, basically made his invuln save. He had a four up invuln save. And he, he was able to. Every and he was, single yeah. time. It was the, the it was the, it's the invincible priest. So it nullified all your points that you invested in the demon prince. Oh yeah, totally nullified it. Totally nullified he, it. He became a non-issue because he was just, just stuck in combat with this against this little human priest who, by the light of the emperor, would not die. <laughs> by the light of the emperor, and, 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 and until what happened? Until eventually, eventually, the demon prince was finally able to crack the defenses of the mighty priest. The mighty for the mighty priest, the sword master priest. Yeah, um, killed him, but then had to stand around <laughs> well, and t- and get killed by Def Company as they just sort of ganged <laughs> up on him. De- Def Company just like surrounded the demon prince and they watched their hero priest go down, and then they came in, chain swords flashing, and uh, just chopped up the demon prince. And that was the end of the demon prince. That was the end of the demon prince. That was a great. That was a great bad beat. Because you you don't expect that your demon prince is going to be um, is going to he basically is going to take down the the priest so that you can get rid of the battle hymns. I brought I I partnered in the priest with Death Company to basically allow them to re-roll their saves with the battle hymns. Yeah, that, that allows was, them to do that. Yeah, that was their point. That was his that point. was a, that was a point. And then uh, oh my god, that's why you want to get rid of him. And of course, he ended up holding you up forever. It's just the most. All right, that that's, a, that's a good bad beat story. That priest will become a saint. All right, so my, my bad beat story is um, it was uh, I was playing Blood Angels and you were playing Chaos Space Marines. Yeah. Uh, I had a squad of Hammernators, uh, Terminators with Storm Shields and Thunder Hammers, accompanied by a Chaplain in Terminator armor. Oh, yes. And a Librarian in Terminator armor. So it was like a little mini Death Star. Yeah, very, very deadly. Very deadly. Or right? They were hoping um, to be. 
they had deep struck uh, next to uh, the objective you were camping on. You were you were in a uh, you, you were sitting on an objective. I had two abort. I had two obliterators. Yeah, I it was previously squad three. One had died. Yep, in among fire. They they're like similar. If for those who don't know, they're similar to Terminators. They have two plus armor, five plus invul, and very. They have, but the thing that makes them unique is their ability to just fire a wide variety of um, heavy weapons without having to purchase like upgrades for those heavy weapons. Right. So one one turn they could they could uh, convert their weapon to a plasma cannon. The next one it could be a heavy flamer. The next one it could be a last cannon. On, on, on. They just got the ability to manifest these different heavy weapons. That's what makes them cool and unique. And they've got the two up uh, armor save from the, the Terminator armor. Yeah. Um, so it's basically my unit of seven models, five Thunder Hammer Storm Shield Terminators, the, the Priest and Librarian, against these two Obliterators. So I deep strike in, and right away... With one of the stupid obliterators, yeah, the does a plasma cannon. Yeah, two it was two. It was two plasma cannon shots. Yeah, at the uh, at the um, so at the hammernators, and they I think it killed one or like one or two hammernators. Yeah, maybe. And then I think you killed two two of the hammernators. Two with, hammernators. With the, with the, yeah, with the plasma cannon. So I rolled a couple of couple of well, their AP two was the plasma cannon. Yeah, so you killed like a couple of t- like a two and a one or something. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, then I get ready for the, uh, okay, a turn goes by, and then I, I'm now free to assault. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get, get my revenge. I'm just going to assault with my remaining three Terminators and Librarian and Chaplain. And off I go. And of course, you decide to declare Overwatch. I declare Overwatch with the Wall of Flame from the Heavy Flamers. And of course, you rolled D3 and you I rolled, rolled D3. three attacks. I, I rolled three, three attacks hits. For like both, or like both of them, I think. So I roll on my saves and I roll three ones. It was, um. <laughs> so I rolled three ones. Okay, so my three remaining Terminators. It was, no, it was, yeah, it was, uh, no, it was two. It was the Librarian and the Chaplain. Cause the, the Hammerators had all died in the fire. They had all died. What they had all died in the fire. I think they all died in the fire. No, 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 no. Ba- uh, basically, you kill them off. You kill off the remaining uh, terminators with uh, with the wall of flame. Yeah, with the wall of flame. And then and then these two guys yeah, assaulted the two guys. Yeah. That's when the chaplain. That's when the chaplain, and librarian yeah, yeah, yeah. assaulted the uh, the obliterators. I ended up killing one of the obliterators, but the other obliterator killed off both the librarian and the chaplain. In glorious single combat. Yeah, that was like 350 or 400 points worth of models Yeah, that your two obliterators just finished off. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that was my my really bad beat. I, I just so, so mad about that. <laughs> ever, ever since, the obliterators have always served me well in close combat specifically. I never, I never know why. Uh, yeah, the only time that they that they didn't do well is when I sent a Calidus assassin. Yeah, the only that's the only time they were because of the AP two template weapon that the Calidus has. That the Calidus has every, yeah, everything else they just for, are somehow able to either hold up for a ridiculously long time if they're assaulted yeah. or just flat out kill, and it's hysterical, and I don't know why. All right, I so have such 
weird luck. All right, so that's our that's our bad. Those are stories of bad beats. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear yours. Um, if you could, please send us your bad beat stories, and we'll feature them on an upcoming episode of the Eye of Terror. Oh, yeah. All right, on to on to other other interesting games that we play. Indeed. So uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about Star Realms. Yes, Star Realms. Okay. So, so describe Star Realms to our audience. Okay. So if any, I presume some of you would be moderately familiar with the original Magic of the Gathering game. Been around for a while since the '90s. Well, it's a deck building card game. Very fun. It's very popular. So. Tournaments world, they they have tournaments like worldwide. So these two, it was two, right? It was two, um, two, two of yeah, yeah. two champs, two from champs. Magic the Gathering decided to create their own collectible card game. It was sci-fi based rather than uh, yeah. fantasy based, and it's called Star Realms. And uh, uh, Alec, when you described the the basic setup and mechanic of the game, okay. So the basic mechanic is everyone essentially starts out with the same raw materials, in that they get. Supply ships and these puny fighter ships, and what you have to do from there is there's a method of buying up different cards from a dedicated like from a dedicated uh, e- selling. Each debt. of your supply ships allow you to basically use supply points to purchase upgrades. You're going to buy more powerful cards from different factions. To arm your sort of little armada with, and right, and, and it's beneficial to have cards of the same faction, more cards of the yeah. same faction in your deck. Cards of the same faction provide force multipliers for each other. Exactly. Yeah. So um, early on, you you really want to have a lot of supply ships that allow you to buy a lot of the upgraded cards, and later on, you want to get rid of those supply ships because now you really want to like you know use the more exotic weaponry of the of the upgraded cards yeah. um, to destroy your enemy. It's a very fun game. It's easy. It's easy to learn, difficult to master. It, exactly. It's uh. It's really. It's really fun. The games are pretty fast. They tend to be yeah. over in about twenty minutes or so. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, you can. You basically can get started by playing by buying the the starter pack, which has enough for two players, and then there's upgrades. Uh, are upgrade packs that you can buy later on to that add different fortresses, different heroes, and different rules. But uh, if you really want to have fun with inexpensive game, I think the starter pack is like thirteen bucks or fourteen bucks. We really recommend Star Realm. Super fun. If you want to try it out, there's also an app in the iTunes Store. Um, I think they also have one for Android. Definitely check it out. Uh, really fast-paced games requires a fair amount of strategic thinking, and uh, you can get a, a several of the games. Uh, in a row, boom, 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 right after each other. Oh, yes. Really, really fun. Very, very, very fun. I've had a, a, load, a good, a very good time on those games. Well, okay. I think because of our shortened schedule, I think that's all we have today. It's a realize it's a really short show today. Yes. Uh, but we really appreciate you guys for listening in. Uh, we would re- really love for you guys to go to iTunes and uh, leave a comment and rate us. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud, so you can follow us there. Hey, uh, really exciting. Um, we're now averaging over a hundred, uh, listeners per show. 
<laughs> I mean, that was fast. Yeah. I mean, this is our, this is our, after three episodes, we, we really ramped up. We really want to thank the Reddit community. Uh, they really were great. They left a lot of great comments, uh, when I posted about our little podcast. And, uh, they were, they were really kind and replied and kind. Um, and that's what really brought us our audience. So thank you, Redditors out there. What we hope to do in upcoming episodes is to really start uh, talking to some of the folks at the local Southern California area at the uh, local game stores and really get their point of views on uh, 40K, on tournament play, on how they're fostering their communities. Uh, and so we'll leave that to, to further episodes. But we want to thank you guys for listening. If you have any comments or you have questions or if you want to send us your bad beats, send an email to the Eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure to uh, uh, include you in our upcoming episodes. So with that, I'm George. And I'm Alec. We play 40K and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.